Bangladesh. Hey, Subhu, how are you? Doing good. All right. Did you watch the, uh, the Rahul's T20 version? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Rohit. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't watch. I just saw that in the news, actually. I was not watching it. Yeah, I mean, I watched, I mean, I watched the, uh, the one-day one, and I got a chance to watch his, this, his T20 version of it. Right, okay. <laughs> he was just, like, belting them around. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably in his amazing form of his life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are we talking today? So, so yeah, so last week we touched about a little bit about the AWS reinvent uh, machine learning side of it. So the machine learning surge maker and other stuff. I thought we'll talk a little bit, go in deeper into IoT and uh, various other new things which they have announced. The green grass uh, enhancements around green grass and the the free toss OS and other things actually. Right. So yeah. where do you want to start? So, so I mean, yeah. So, uh, I mean, Amazon kind of released this IoT core couple of years back, uh, mm -hmm. which is primarily, you know, kind of uh, uh, give you out-of-the-box solution for and if you're a company which has got a lot of IoT devices, wherein you'll be able to, from day one, have an ability to connect to the cloud, uh, capture the data, um, and monitor these devices, and also monitor the health of it, the telemetry, and other part of it core. Uh, which is there quite some time, about a couple of years or something now. Now, after this, I think primarily they are moving into a space wherein now how do we address uh, vendors who have got this kind of fleet of devices, which is like, uh, say, for example, John Deere or other guys, when they operate like about multiple, like say about 30, 40,000 devices for one solution for one of their customers and stuff like that. So I think naturally they the game is slightly moving to a next level wherein the cloud infrastructure which needs to you know, have like ability to onboard uh, millions of devices or like able to monitor them and see whether there are, is there any rogue devices on the farm uh, on these millions of devices which are for this one customer and stuff like that. So uh, all this is kind of uh, moving into the one which you said, the device management, which is the new thing which they've announced wherein uh, if you are like a, uh, if you are like an, uh, like this primarily addresses the industrial IoT part, wherein like if you are on a, uh, somebody right. who's like into the industrial IoT management, wherein like you have like certain amount of devices which you manage for sensors, certain amount of devices you manage for automation, and certain amount of devices you manage in terms of to, no, be uh, silent devices which are like reading the temperature and other things. So. Just like being in a solution provider, you'll have this combination of devices and they are coming in bulk or bigger in number because it's like, uh, it's just typical use case could be like a farm or a machinery or, or an oil refinery and all these kind of things. So as a solution provider, you are like very mature processes in-house wherein you have built these algorithms which is can process locally and then uh, wherein you can understand or automate these and stuff like that. So now. It is something like go next level wherein like how do you, uh, as a solution provider, how do you take this and then into a larger scale wherein can, how do you kind of interconnect multiple vendors uh, across these vendors and stuff like that. So, right. so the device management is kind of interesting. Uh, so it is like, uh, so where you have the ability to onboard all this kind of uh, multiple. So, uh, so that's the, uh, I mean, Difference between green grass and uh, what are the artos, right? Uh -huh. So is green grass more targeted for uh, local capabilities on the device? Yeah, I mean they both address kind of slightly different uh, uh, okay. segments, but I think green grass is kind of gives you 
it's like for example if we uh, one of those case studies which came in on the uh, on the presentation also which is like by this this company called trimble which is into navigation and agriculture right so they have presented kind of you know, this uh, holistic case study which is covering both uh, green gas and iot device management how they are use how as a solution provider they are utilizing these services there uh, so <coughs> So this green grass is kind of in a runtime which sits within on a premises where it can let's do a lambda within the devices, uh, within your uh, within your premises where you have these devices which are working as a swarm within that pro within that within that kind of a given perimeter which you could call for a particular objective, and uh, these devices can just securely communicate to the to the green grass server. So this is like uh, you install, let's say, if you have a large plant. Uh -huh. You install like a local server, yeah. or some controller locally. Right? Yes, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the devices can just locally communicate rather than it being always connected to, to cloud and stuff like that. So, so you can manage in terms of like securely managing. One is managing their events. Another one is managing their uh, the the logs which are coming in from there, monitoring them and or rerouting them. If some device is just kind of a stuck and there is no cloud connectivity. And is there what is alternate path or route it can take locally? It can make those decisions and stuff like that. So okay. that's essentially what Greengrass. I mean, along apart from that, it also gives the ability to sync uh, these devices data to the cloud when it is available and stuff like that. So all that comes out of the box wherein you just uh, just use Greengrass so that you will be able to you know uh, make those devices make logical decision locally as well. It can contact the cloud when it is available and stuff like that so right and uh, i mean the interface is like lambda just like so it is easier for dev to not to think about multiple architecture and stuff like that so he will continue to build using lambda interface and the lambda will take care of internally should i resolve them internally or uh, should i go to the cloud and stuff right. like that so so in in a way yeah that's that's one thing and the other part on the green grass is the new analytical side which is the, what they released the ml part of it so mm. which is like so as you are uh, no uh, onboarding this fleet of devices into your uh, uh, organization and stuff like that so these kind of devices generally create a lot more noise basically because uh, one they could be you no know, losing connectivity or two they could be losing uh, it could be something like uh, some something which is affecting it locally which is just raising it an alarm or a trigger or something like some ddos is coming from external where external vector to into this uh, network and stuff like that. So what uh, this uh, the green grass ML services are allowing you to do is then there are trained ML models which are like with the help of larger data available on the server side. So uh, this basically just trying to gives you an ability to filter the noise, clean the data automatically based upon the rules, uh, what you are driving it on stuff like that. And also the the models can understand these devices based on the metadata, whether like whether what firmware they are running, who's the manufacturer, what is the chipset it is running in, and stuff like that. So you can build this kind of like models uh, on the Greengrass ML interface, where you can just pick up all this data coming in from there, filter it, clean it up, build an analytical model and everything. So all that is like gives you an out so of the box. So what sort of operating system they, this uh, Greengrass supports on the device side? It depends. You can run it on the Linux or any of those boxes. Okay. It's just in a runtime. It just sits just just, uh, uh, just in the background actually. So you won't even know them actually. Mm -hmm. uh, it is just a lot of frameworks and libraries they are putting inside 
uh, that will just does all the magic because I think all that is glue is coming in from there. The uh, it's just like kind of a building AWS client CLI and stuff like that. So it's a similar right. model, yeah. So these are two things. So one is Greengrass is the local uh, connectivity, understanding ability, onboarding and stuff like that. As well, you have this uh, ML interface which gives you the kind of ability to clean the data, filter the data, and give you more interactive uh, reports or visualization and stuff like that out of the box and stuff like that. So, okay. So uh, the device management capability, uh, I mean, this is like obviously the ecosystem of the whole thing they're building, right? So Greengrass is one offering. Yeah, so uh, yeah, device management is like you can, I, I think Greengrass is just, uh, it is an independent thing. Uh, device management is like part of the core service, like you have mm -hmm. this IoT core service. Along with it, you are like providing a certification or like, do you want to, how do you securely register your device use with the help of a certificate? Or is there a way to generate alerts? Uh, if there are some devices which are going down within a, within a given premises or something, uh, where it needs to rise an alert and stuff like that. So all that are kind of, uh, it's just, uh, is managed by device management, yeah. Okay. So uh, the programming model is, is all looks like everything is around revolving around Lambda. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, right. And uh, there was this another one which was called uh, IoT uh, One Click. Yeah, One Click is an interesting thing. So One Click is like a very simple thing. So they have give you one single hardware which you connect with the Lambda function. So that's like, yeah, I mean, the dash buttons. Yeah, kind of okay. dash button. It can be any any form, right? But okay. the 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 one which they have launched is kind of dash button. So that is something like if you're sitting in inside an industrial complex. And there is one guy who's sitting and seeing all these devices working automatically. And if something goes wrong, you can just go press some physical hardware so that somebody else mm. uh, in your back office or in your remote location can just get an alert when if there if there is something going wrong there, and then he notices that, and then just so that's kind of like a hardware which you attach to a lambda, and the lambda decides whether it should send a push notification or alert or whatever it needs to do. It's just, right. just kind of a simple interface which we saw with the dash buttons earlier, which the consumers can just put them in their refrigerator or a, or a fridge or something. Depending on the context or the location and stuff like that, it can automatically create certain amount of metadata. And right. that can just automatically trigger a Lambda function which can just in turn call internally and stuff like that. So. Okay. And uh, these devices, like, is, is it just... Uh, I mean, I have not looked at the device, but ah, was it like, is it like a prototype sort of a device? No, I don't think so. There, there. I mean, like when you, uh, uh, when you say it's a prototype for an, uh, for a for a ODM or something. No, no. I mean, yeah. So if I want to, let's say, buy in bulk. No, no you can actually buy them in bulk. But I think this one-click devices are primarily in terms of like uh, for like in terms of like where uh, the when the devices cannot resolve certain things mm -hmm. by itself, and there is a physical human being who has no uh, computer skill or anything yeah, wherein yeah. he just knows how to just go bang something and then where an alert needs to be, you know, raised or something like right. that. So it's just, it's just kind of this kind of final frontier on the, when everything else fails, there is, there is something <laughs> next to Still a right? button is there. Still a button. Save you. Yeah. So the other announcement is the free task, which uh, the, right, free uh, task, yeah. yeah, free task is like, so, I mean, like, this is uh, something we have been discussing on every every now and then when IoT topic comes in. We So, apart from having these powerful devices which are emerging, uh, these powerful IoT devices which are emerging last, last four or five years, I think there has been a tradition of having these kind of uh, very extremely key, low-powered, chipset, controller-based uh, IoT mm -hmm. devices in the 
industry for a while, though they may not be you know, qualified into an IoT uh, phrase, paraphrase earlier. Uh, this has been kind of an architecture where followed by many of those kind of this. So the autosis has been in existence for several decades actually. True, yeah. Uh, I think before all these IoT and smart devices came in. Yeah, right. Uh, these are like say the, the real time. You can basically yeah real time operating yeah. system, but it doesn't have those uh, sort of the rich operating system capabilities. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's meant for uh, very low end level devices, which doesn't consume much power. True. Uh, uh, where it can take some actions based on a logic. Uh, very low end programming model was actually yeah, supported right. actually. It's true. Yeah. So I, I mean, BlackBerry, remember we uh, bought a similar thing, uh, what they've... Uh, yeah. I, I mean, this could be like uh, uh, like those small devices sitting there opening gates yeah, uh, or opening be, doors. Yeah. Or it could be just monitoring a sensor, yeah, uh, something like a weather so. or a tem yeah. thermal temperature and so on. So what uh, uh, Amazon has done here is that basically on... So they have set up this tie-up with the consortium, which is like, which supports the microchip, NXP and the TI guys. So the free artas, Amazon's free artas is like they're, pu they're releasing them in um, uh, MIT license, so you can just download. If you have these chipsets in your in your hardware ecosystem, wherein you want to connect certain things with the cloud and stuff like that very easily, uh, so that kind of a built-in layer with the green grass and other things can be loaded on top of your free artas and stuff like that. So you have built all these interfaces easily on top of that, and then you can just go and glue free toss with the Amazon services very easily, actually. So though the, the microcontroller-based uh, low-end devices will be you know, powered by the cloud infrastructure much uh, much more richer, actually. So so they, they need not be so dumb anymore. So they get all this uh, cloud capabilities automatically. Right. Well, so. Yeah, I mean, that is the biggest sell, right? So, uh, so it actually talks back to all their cloud yeah. What are they called? AWS IoT Core, right? right? And also, it can do other, um, I mean, capabilities. What is there in the cloud actually? Yeah. So, I mean, essentially, uh, whatever. I, um, it looks like it's also going to support uh, things like over-the-air updates. <coughs> True. Um, yeah. The the yeah. local security over-the-air update, Correct. firmware management, and all that kind of things. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So I, I think they, I think in summary, it's like kind of green grass is more for these really high-end devices, edge devices. Yeah, just like kind of swarm devices, if you want to call yeah, it. Yeah. Or they have like computing power, basically, to some extent, right? Yeah. It could be uh, based Locally, on some yeah. Linux operating system. Yeah. Um, or maybe similar flavors, right? Mm -hmm. Which has enough power, or it's always connected, or always powered sort of devices. Uh, I think green gas is more suited for it. Uh, Autos is more for this. I think primarily these are uh, small devices which doesn't have much compute power. Yeah, I mean, it's more than hardware. I think it is the business solution which you are looking at. So something like right. somebody who's doing a farm management who has a bunch of uh, IoT devices which just monitors the, the uh, weather and other things. There are some other devices which are monitoring something like in a, uh, in a workflow kind of a management like irrigation, water mm. dripping and other things. So I think in a solution, I think if you look at the, I think especially the the good uh, uh, the use case work walk through what this the Trembley guys did it just was pretty uh, evident in terms of how as a solution provider you're mix matching right. all these kind of uh, different capability hardware uh, into your entire solution and build a workflow and analytics and other top of uh, value added services and stuff like that so in a way i mean Though I would say in the consumer side, we didn't see the kind of uh, uh, 
uh, a kind of a pace at which the IoT innovation happening. But I think it just kind of industrial IoT is something just kind of uh, kicking in at much more uh, more cohesive, more cohesive and more innovative in terms of the dumb tractor builders are like building a tractor which can just basically collect data intelligently, understand what they are doing it and stuff like that. So, which is kind of on a vertical side, I think. Uh, uh, the uh, the innovation, what is happening on the ground is kind of pushing Amazon also to build all these services because I think they are also in a feedback loop where some in something like a Sony or a John Deere go back and tell them, okay, now we have got this basic IoT infrastructure in our solutions. Now we have been getting all this data and it's creating a lot of noise. How do we just go about very easily filtering this and then building an analytics on top of that or managing the firmware or how do we onboard all these uh, millions of devices for one vendor and stuff like that. So, in a way, I think it's moving in the direction where just uh, Amazon also is kind of iteratively improving on their stack I for think, IoT. Uh, any company uh, was wanting to get into this IoT space, uh, it's much more easier now. Absolutely. Um, essentially, what Amazon is doing or set out to do is they are taking out all the plumbing aspects of True, IoT, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, whether it is like your device connectivity or security or Management, uh, or management or of yeah. those devices. All those are like, probably if you take like say a new company jumping in wants to do this, uh -huh. that itself will, I mean, significantly save time. True, yeah. And the, the company can focus on their on core, their core yeah, features. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rather than worry about IoT stack and stuff like yeah, that. IoT stack and also, uh, it is pretty, I mean, error prone, right? Once you start doing True. it, then if you run your own compute, then you, there is a lot of administration effort involved. True, yeah. So all those, I think, now looks like with the Lambda, you pretty much don't need any uh, admin at all. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 there are, but still, I mean, it is much, um, uh, like, I got your point, like, it is much, it is still a lot more easier. Right. Yeah, then you don't need such a kind of a large human manpower to manage all this, right. actually. Yeah. Okay, so that was good. Anything else? Uh, so, I mean, like, so uh, just like a holistic, they did a kind of, a, uh, maybe about a couple of sessions. I watched only one session, actually. I don't, uh, I think they did a com complete overhaul of all the, uh, like, maybe four or five sessions or something like that. It is just pretty evident in terms of what detail they're going in. Right. And uh, on, on overall, if I look at it, on IoT landscape as in, if you look at it, uh, the verticals and the solution providers are like, uh, this is kind of big giving them the backbone and the cloud connectivity and the infrastructure they need so they can focus on their building algorithms or building the aut workflow automation or any of them which are very specific to their domain as it is. And wherein they also have this ability to you know, collect all this data which is coming in from these devices all these years wherein they didn't have that kind of a either the green grass ML or any of these features wherein it, it, they, they, they were not having, they had this data, but they're not able to unlock the value of the data, which they've been you know, collecting or just dumping it in the trash and stuff, stuff right. like that, yeah. I think that kind of gives them uh, this, just kind of gives them an ability to unlock those potential and stuff like that now. And they can just go back and core, improve their product and solution providing as, as a kind of, you know, more in a subscription basis or something like that, wherein uh, their customers can just go get this kind of a hardware and software, both in terms of service and the workflow automation services and stuff like that in a, in a periodic basis, in a, which, which improves the product in an iterative way and stuff like that, yeah. Right, okay. 
ஒருத்தங்கிங் Uh, but uh, between last year and announcement and this year on iot space if we look at it between 2016 and 2017 there's like they are just coming out and this kind of set of features which is like just like for other companies it, it might be even i don't think there will be some some other companies they it is in the road road map as well so right okay All right so that's a pretty brief on what various announcements which came in from uh, AWS reinvent iot okay so i think more uh, we can cover i guess um, especially on the other aspects uh, which they introduced uh-huh. um, i think serverless alone i think they did lot of very interesting updates yeah absolutely Maybe yeah. <laughs> that's really a separate session serverless you can probably so do a couple is, uh, of sessions i was primarily ruling it Uh, but then they are now getting into um, serverless database uh, all those things they are slowly bringing okay up, right? uh, so uh, yeah and also i think uh, they did some very interesting storage based announcements as well i i haven't followed it actually yeah. glacier uh, okay i haven't followed it i just saw only this yaml and uh, the iot sessions there and i remember watching the keynote i had little bit of interest around uh, uh the bare metal uh, which they announced right, for yeah. vms which was really interesting innovation around it. and there was a lot of innovation around their anapurna chips and arm servers which they are trying to get into it and stuff like that yeah maybe that uh, maybe another hardware event uh, another episode with the hardware announcements we can probably do or something like uh, you suggested yeah serverless was definitely a yeah. uh, lot of improvements right. so and i think looking at the way they are going in they are mo- pushing more and more folks into that kind of uh, space yeah yeah right yeah. Uh, i mean very rarely you would actually end up spinning a vm like right right looks yeah. like that yeah. i mean that's probably the the future model looks like true so yeah so either we do that or that's yeah. an, another thing is like that will actually bolt on you onto aws <laughs> <laughs> if you look at that way I mean, I mean if you start building on lambda and yeah. all those serverless thing you, you i mean though the language support is there but it'll be very difficult for you to take it out and run yourself hey it depends on how much binding you want to do there right. actually so yeah so but we will take a break from aws next week because the ces is coming mm. so we'll cover a pre ces and ces next two weeks and then we'll come back to A- aws probably post that actually right all right and we probably i think we should do like a like a quick like a 2017 wrap up sort of <laughs> Yeah maybe we can like do that episode. next week or something yeah, yeah. I mean just like touch basing on the top stories yeah right yeah okay especially on the different sides of technology actually right so True. that's maybe interesting yeah we can do that as well yeah okay so with that uh, uh, happy christmas to the listeners yeah. uh, we'll talk again All right. mostly this year yep bye bye